KCLR Live Sport The AIB Leinster Club Intermediate Football Championship Semi-Final Mullinavad versus Feathered St. Moggs With thanks to Mulhern Centra Main Street Mullinavad Great value and great service Allen trying to swing it in and over the bar with that beautiful left foot that he has but it just went right at the near post so it remains scoreless we're just underway I'll go through the teams very quickly while Mullinavac goalkeeper Killian Dunphy takes the kick out Dunphy is in goal Joe Fenley Simon Aylward and Mikey Jones are the full back line Shane Kelly Jerry Malone and John Walsh are the half back line the two midfielders are James Cullen and Tom Aylward Ian Duggan Michael Malone today is captain in Park Dempsey are the half forward line and Adam Mansfield Liam Fenley and Oshie Knox are the full forward line for Federer St. Moggs it's William Dyle in goal Sean Nunn Daniel Mullen and Martin Dyler the full back line Christopher Malai is at right half back captain today is Gareth Foley he's centre back and beside him is Jake Malai at left half back the two midfielders Joe Sutton and Richard Waters while Morgan Ellis Mikey Dwyer and Old Whelan are the half forward line with Graham O'Grady John Turber at full forward and Keenburn to the other side of him I am joined by Eddie Scally today as I speak Fettered St. Moggs are trying to move the ball out of their own half and into the Mullen and opposition but they've lost it quickly and Mullen and Vat come forward again that's true there captain Michael Malone Malone looks up who can he find he can find the number 9 today that is of course Tom Aylward had a strong game the last day he goes back to Malone and Malone goes back to another midfielder James Cullen and Mullen used to look to use the ball they go to their centre back that's German got a goal the last day of course against Shandona a very very good goal and Malone draws the foul and there'll be an opportunity for Mullen to get the first score of the game and it gives me an opportunity to welcome my co-commentator today Eddie Scanley to the fold Eddie looking forward to this one uh, bright start to the game for both sides yeah no very good start to the game Robbie thanks a million uh, the weather's in Pretty, pretty okay condition at the moment it's meant to get wet so far a bit later in the game you see Killian Duffy's going to come up and hit this free himself there is one change on the on the Mullinavat team that I can see Connor Duggan has started at 17 there he looks like he's playing in midfield I'm going to confirm who he's come in for in a couple of minutes but he's definitely starting on the pitch Connor Duggan had. but this is a good start now for Mullinavat Killian Dunphy has a chance to give him a one point lead straight yeah. away Dunphy with the strike but that's very low can a Mullinavat man get his hand on the ball no he can so Fettered St. Moggs can reclaim possession and they'll look to move it out but it's a poor hand pass there and it's picked up by the corner forward from Mullinavat that okay. is today Ushie Knox but he drew the foul referee Fergal Smith today believes the was a foul on Knox and there'll be another opportunity and a far better opportunity for Mullinavat to get the opening score of the game just left of the goal about 30 metres out a really really good opportunity for Mullinavat right half forward Ian Duggan to open the scoring here yeah no look and this, this is a much better chance here it was a poor it was a poor attempt by Killian a couple of minutes ago he never just could, didn't get under it at all he kind of miscaught it but this is a really good chance for him just out, just out to the left of the post yeah here a comes Ian Duggan a little instringer right foot on the left that Perfect. ball looks very good it's gone in it's gone over the bar and Mullinavat have a one point to no score lead with just under three minutes gone at John Locke Park in Canlon of course today's game is kindly sponsored by Mulhern Centre at Main Street Mullinavat shop local for centre special offers and enjoy frank and honest coffee great value and great service perfect start for Mullinavat Eddie it is a great start as well just looking at some of the jostling out around the field there Moog Federer set up with a sweeper straight away so it's given Mullinavat a sweeper at the opposite end of the field obviously as well you know so obviously this is a system that Federer have used well during the championship their full forward has come right out uh, John Turbot he's coming out playing around the half back lane he's going to clean everything will work from him but it's a good start for Mullinavat we were talking about this last night they need to stay in it but again you'll see Federer just work that ball and take their time coming out the field and Mullinavat needs to be ready to break 
quickly when it comes on. Yeah, and here come Fetter at pace now, moving into the mullet of that half. They come through their corner forward today. That's Keen Byrne. Byrne draws the foul between the 65 and the 45. The Wexford side look to go fast with it. There's no opportunity on, so it'll be slowed right down. And much as what we saw against Shandona, where Mullen of are dropping very deep in the early exchanges, we're seeing similar again here today. Fetter St. Mose with a lot of possession around the 65 and the 45, looking to work it in. Mullen of back very deep with numbers and in a very good shape. For the moment, it's the left half forward, Owen Whelan. Whelan looks up. He's again, it's very, very slow play for Fetter St. Mose. They're going to have to be patient if Mullen of continue with this setup. Quite defensive so far. Not a lot of action here in the last minute or so, but they are looking for that opening. Can they find it? Who can find it? It's Graham O'Grady with the ball in hand. Moves it into centre forward. Mikey Dwyer. Dwyer finds his corner forward. Keen Byrne. Byrne's moving forward now. Looking to get his shot off, but he can't. Went for the hand pass. That was well blocked. They only found Morgan Ellis. Ellis now with an opportunity to get the first score of the day from Petter St. Mogues. And as you can hear from the strong travelling crowd that came up from Wexford to Callan today, that ball has gone in and over the bar by Morgan Ellis. And the teams are all square once more. Mullen of that one point. Petter St. Mogues one point. A really well-worked score there from the Wexford side, Eddie. Yeah, good score from the Wexford side. They, they were very, very patient with it. The point that you're making about the travelling support here I mean there's an absolutely massive crowd this is the first time I've seen this stand completely full for a game here and it's, it is it's absolutely jammed what a feeling ball brilliant, absolutely brilliant stuff a brilliant, yeah, brilliant kick out from Killian Dunphy, Dunphy in Mullinvac goal called it and caught it marked it and now Mullinvac are going in long who can they find Michael Malone now is looking to pick up that breaking ball the captain the star man the top scorer in the Leinster Intermediate Football Championship so far due to his exploits against both Brackna and Shandona here in Callum but Malone couldn't get his hands on it there and fettered St Mo are moving the ball forward yeah I know Feather they're going to come out they're breaking a bit quicker this time Robbie you know they're, they're coming out through midfield here the ball has actually been laid off to the second midfielder now the full forward has it around the halfway line that's a great ball into the yeah, corner forward really here Robbie ball in. can they get their hands on the ball looks like it may have just gone out over the line no it hasn't in the case of the linesman so it'll be moved back across the pitch through the full forward that's J- John Turbot he's a bit deeper than what his position would outline but nevertheless he has his hands on the ball and he finds the midfielder Richard Waters Waters looking to move forward can he get a shot off has he drowned the foul no he hasn't there was a big block there whether it was a foot block by the midfielder it remains to be seen it doesn't really matter now because Mullinvat who would have had the free have come out with the ball it's Liam Fenley dropping deep as we've seen him against Shandona and also against Brackna in the opening two rounds of the Leinster Intermediate Football Championship Mullinvat now can they find an opportunity it's through their number 17 Connor Duggan it looked like maybe he was possibly fouled there but the referee indicates play on again and we move forward with it who can he find that's a really really good ball into Michael Malone hasn't been involved too much so far but he's done well there gets the ball into Fenley Fenley back to Malone Malone's going to have a strike we know he can score from here it's long distance it definitely has the accuracy doesn't have the distance falls into the hands of William Doyle and Federer St. Moulds can move the ball forward again just about 7 minutes gone here at John Locke Park and Callan it is Mullen of at one point Federer St. Moulds Wexford Intermediate County Champions as Eddie Scally said last night on Friday night scoreline a senior team in all but name they are also have one point to their name which means the ties are level and that's a poor poor ball there from the Federer St. Moulds man who's brilliantly picked up by Ger Malone the centre back from Mullen and he can come all the way back finds his midfielder James Cullerton Cullerton with a hand pass across looking for John Walsh John Walsh moves it out to the wing and there's a bit of space now to move forward into for the big number 9 that's Tom Aylward Aylward looking to get into that space and find someone but he looked for Michael Malone with a little off pass and he didn't work there he'll be disappointed with that but again there's a ball gone out here some sloppy play by both sides so far and the crowd are getting ever so slightly frustrated at the moment with their team's exploits 
been the nerves of course to play for such a huge huge prize on the line here today the final which will take place in this day two weeks uh, will be against of course either um, well I should, I should rather say that, that Feather St. Monks had, had defeats of Heat and Greystones in the run up to this final and Mullen have defeated Brackna and Shan Dunne there's a ball coming forward now can Feather St. Monks uh, move it forward it is, this is, the, this is this is where, where Mullen Nevada are going to have to be very very careful Federer playing a really patient game working the ball through it like if you look up there's there's two Mullen Nevada players at the other end of the field every other Mullen Nevada player has pulled back the one thing that you don't want to do when you drop deep like that is give away a soft free soft free just make it so easy for them there's a free taker now coming up here I think John Turb is going to hit the these have three different free takers Keen Burner take a lot of their frees too uh, and I think Morgan Ellis is about to hit this one so like the one thing that's going to happen with these frees is they're going to punish you and when you've dropped everyone back make them work for their scores don't give them soft frees the full forward Turbot there this is a certain score you can chalk this down yeah Turbot right in front of the goal puts that over the black spot Feathered St. Mogues move into the lead for the first time today 9 minutes gone in John Lock Park and Callan it is Feathered St. Mogues 2 points Mullen at 1 point what I meant to say of course was Dunch Lachlan and Cooley Kickhams are currently facing off in the other semi-final that game also had a throwing time of half past one and the winners of today's game and the game between Dunch Lachlan and Cooley Kickhams will face off in the decider in two weeks time on the 3rd of December game continues through Killian, kick Killian Dunphy kick out it's a brilliant kick out it has been throughout the duration of both the county championship and the Leinster championship for Mullinavat they're going a lot direct a lot sooner than what we've seen them um, recently Mullinavat but to no avail this time and Federer St. Mode can move it out quite swiftly as they tend to do so far when they have an opportunity to kind of counter attack you can see that they're moving it very 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 swiftly into that forward line and who have they found it looks like they may have found somebody oh, there's a big chance on there but it found only well Keen Byrne has got the ball back in his hands whether he's drawn a foul or drawn a foul or not remains to be seen but it's well dealt with there by the Mullen of Atman and they do come out with the ball through their fullback Simon Aylward Aylward was jostled there he founds John Walsh and Feder St. Mogues have somehow reclaimed possession there's an opportunity now for the full forward Turbot to get his second Ambitious. score of the day but he'll be disappointed with that John Tubbert and that ball goes wide so it remains two points to one to Feathered St. Mogues Mullen of need to maybe cool it down a bit just for the moment just, just, just a little bit just a little bit kind of fractious getting in there they're going in diving into a couple of challenges there was another two times there the referee could have given soft freeze the one thing I will say is you're saying about how direct Mullinavad are playing Mullinavad's kickouts are dropping on the 65 the other end of the field he's dropping bombs here and he's a big man he has to play it as I said he goes short with the kickout yes he goes short looked for Jerome Malone Malone couldn't get the ball into his hands but it was well worked back through Tom Aylward and Aylward gets his hands on it now as Malone returns the ball to the really big midfielder must be 6 foot 3 or 4 and he's powering through now using that big presence of his to drive straight into the heart of the Feather St. Mogues defence but he probably took a bit too much out of the ball and eventually slipped out of his hands and again there's going to be an opportunity for the men wearing red today of course Mullen of that wearing that traditional black and white that we've become so accustomed to with both their football and hurling teams over the years and they have they are driving forward there may be an opportunity on there's a bit of space for the full forward Tubbert at the, on the other side of the field here now opposite us here at the main stand as Eddie rightfully said it's completely packed here today a really good crowd from both sides I must have said but Feather St. Mogues particularly have brought a lot of travelling supporters and there was a foul there and it looked a bit soft but Keane Byrne drew the foul maybe a frontal charge from the Mullinavat defender and there will be another opportunity for Feathered St. Mogues to get their third score today this time through a free and it will be Byrne himself who is taking it was it a foul there Eddie? Uh, it, it was unfortunately Robbie what you'll get with some referees if you close your hand when you're putting in a tackle they're going to give you a free every time that's two frees he's given for that so far so when I come to tackle 
him with an open hand, slapping you. You know, you won't get it. But if I close my fist and I hit it, you with that. And that's what happened there. It was, it's you know, it's soft enough. It wasn't a big, big hit on it or whatever else. But that's what he's giving it for. And again, I know this guy's a pretty decent free taker, Keen Byrne. I think it's Keen that's standing on. It. Yes, Keen Byrne is taking it just to the right of the goal. Suits the angle for a left footer. He's taking this one off the floor, about 25 meters out for goal. Keen Byrne looks up. Looks like a decent strike. That ball has gone in, gone over the bar to first score of the day for Keen Byrne. He made the free. He took the free. He scored the free. And Feather St. Mogues have a three points to one lead with just about 12 minutes on the clock here at John Lock Park in Callan. Of course, today's game is brought to you with thanks to Mulhern Centre Main Street, Mullinavat. Shop local for centre special offers and enjoy frank and honest coffee. Great value and great service. A big, big kick out again from Dunphy and Mullinavat get their hands on the second ball. It's John Walsh here, the left half back on the sideline. Can he get it up? He can. It just avoids the ball going out and over the line. And they can again reclaim possession. And they're doing quite well here now. Are the Southern Kilkenny Club. They move forward through German over. There's a brilliant, brilliant challenge there from the Feder St. Mogues man. There's a scrap for possession and it'll eventually find the hands of Ian Duggan. The sole scorer so far for Mullinavat. That free coming very early on. They haven't scored since. It's been three points without reply now for Feder St. Mogues. But again, a number nine there, Tom Hill. We're just telling his players while he had the ball in his hands to maybe slow it down ever so much to try and get a bit of rhythm into their game. It's Michael Malone. Malone now on the 45 metre line moves it back to Ian Duggan Duggan goes across to James Cullerton who can Cullerton find the pressure seems to be coming on the minute they hit that 45 metre line so it's Malone going in long again seems to be a tactic to deploying but not working very well so far it's a poor ball in from Malone and it was easily swept up by the full back Daniel Mullen first time we've heard his name today Feathered St. Mogues now again maybe they're ever a bit so patient uh, compared to Mullinavat and they'll be quite pleased with the scoreline and their performance today a different style so far yeah, look, Mullinavat going longer a lot quicker <coughs> while Feathered St. Mogues seem to be a bit more patient as I said they're a lot more patient you can see the break in here now there's six or seven of them coming out together in a pack you have four left inside in the full forward line and this is another good move when, move, when this move breaks down I'll explain to you where I think it's going wrong a little bit that's a terrible ball what happened there a second ago was Mullinavat got a ball around midfield he was actually Tom was calling for the support players to come off his shoulder he wasn't telling them to slow down he was actually telling them I, I, I need you I need you up here pushing up on top of me they're not doing it the other thing the Mullinavat players are doing and I haven't seen one Moog feathered player do it so far in the games they're hopping the ball the pitch is like a, you know it's like a, it's so soft out yes. there you can't bounce the ball on a day like today they're bouncing it and once you bounce it it slows the whole thing down and the possession is being turned over so they need to be told stop hopping the ball play it if you're going to have to solo it solo it but don't be hopping the ball on a surface like that but just, the referee is a little bit Little bit, you know, he's everything has been given here at the moment. He's not the game's not getting into any rhythm. Won't be too worried. Three points to one. Ball's been played around the middle of the field here at the moment, but we can't let Feather break like this. Yeah, Feather coming forward again. They go in long, looking for the corner forward. That's um, uh, Graham O'Grady today. O'Grady looks to get his hands on it, but it's well dealt with by the Mullinavat cornerback Joe Fenley. Fenley moves it out, finds his fullback Simon Aylward. And what can Mullinavat do here? They move it forward through John Walsh. Tom Aylward now with his hands on the ball. He finds Jer Malone and Malone will look to move it forward quick. It's a good ball in there towards the full forward Liam Fenley Fenley has his hands on it goes back towards Michael Malone Malone now looking up who can he find he can find his left half back John Walsh who is in further far the field and he finds Michael Malone again Malone's powering forward we know the pace and power he has and Fretter St. Moog's ain't going to allow it because they've drawn the foul and there will be a free in here we're going across to the Leinster Intermediate Camogie semi-final between James Stevens and St. Bridget's very very quickly just after this free is taken Martin Quilty is standing by at the Kells Road but we'll just stick here at John Lock Park and Callan for the moment while Ian Duggan is lining up this year I believe it'll actually be Michael Malone it looks like he's 
he's going to no, no Duggan's going to have it again didn't take the freeze the last two days against Offaly side Brackla or Westmeath opposition Shandona but nevertheless he's taken over the mantle from Michael Malone and Ian Duggan will have a chance to put this over the bar it's about 35-40 metres out just right of centre a tough free kick he's yeah. going to have to have the distance and the accuracy remains to be seen whether he can cut the deficit that looks really good that he kicked it sweetly and that is when I say over the black spot that is certainly a phrase used too often in GAA that was straight over the black spot a brilliant score from Ian Duggan is Mullen of at two points Feather St. Mogg's three points and we'll cross to the Kells Road where Martin Quilty is standing by to see how the game is going between James Stevens and St. Bridget's in the Leinster Intermediate Camogie semi-final Martin over to you yeah, thanks very much, Robbie. We are currently here at the minute with about 16 and a half minutes on the clock and it's not going the way of James Stevens would have liked. There's a very strong breeze here at the minute and currently the visitors wearing the Wexford colours of purple and gold are leading James Stevens here five points to no score. Emer Hassett is after getting four of those points, four of them coming from placed balls with Claude Tynan getting the other point as well from play. Just as you come here, James Stevens have a chance at the minute but uh, here's Neve Dealy. Is there a foul? And uh, a referee says no, and it's cleared out of the defence there by the St. Bridges player. St. Bridges, Robbie, oh, that's a bad clearance, though. Comes as far as Sophie O'Dwyer. She's putting it back in, but that's going to go nowhere. That breeze is really having an effect on the game here. James Stevens playing against it, and they're coming up again. What is a very strong and physical St. Bridges team, and currently with uh, just over 17 minutes gone here in Park Seamus Seafon here on the Kells Road. It is St. Bridges of Leash leading James Stevens five points to no score Robbie back over to you with the football thanks very much Martin hopefully that scoreline changes as we come back and as we went over to you there was a huge huge opportunity for Mullinavat to get the first goal of the game it was Michael Malone who powered through again which has come so accustomed to it over the last two games in this Leinster, Leinster run for Mullinavat but it went just to the left and wide he'd be disappointed with that a big opportunity to give Mullinavat a two point lead but it did not happen for the Mullinavat captain and the scoreboard reads Fetter St. Mogues three points Mullinavat two points here a quarter or a halfway through a really entertaining first half I must be said it's quite low scoring but nevertheless a good game there's an opportunity now for Desmond is that curling in I don't think it has it's just gone wide a big chance for Tur- Tubrit I should say the full forward he's got one score to his name already a very scorable free um, just about 15 metres out from goal but he didn't get that one from plays had one or two chances now it's two snapshots that was very close but it went wide at the near post and there's an opportunity for Killian Dunphy to take the, fr- the, the goal kick I should say thanks very much Eddie no and he matter. finds Shane Kelly Kelly now moving it forward uh, when you're lost for words you can be guaranteed Eddie Scally will certainly find him pulling <laughs> <laughs> back coming forward through the full forward Liam Fenley Fenley goes inside who is he found he's looking to find Adam Mansfield he's been very quiet today it's Mansfield looks like the ball on his side there's a chance for Michael Owen oh, he missed already oh he missed again it's a brilliant brilliant save from William Dial what an opportunity for Michael Malone he just deceptively always gets into those goal scoring opposition or positions I should say it was a brilliant opportunity for yeah. the captain but what a save this time from William Dial. the last chance went wide you couldn't really criticise Malone this time it, it was a brilliant save from the goalkeeper I think we're coming back for the free if I'm not mistaken no, unless they're going to the 45 no, it will be a 45 yeah. I should say so it'll be the goalkeeper Killian Dunphy going to take that but another goal scoring chance gone Eddie and you just wonder will they ruin him well that's you know we've got a 3 or 4 minute spell here now where, where we have to say Mullivad you know 
Mikan's had two goal chances there. The second goal, what a save for the goalkeeper. And Ian had a, had a, had a, cha- a shot at the post as well that we put wide. Here comes so Dunphy with, the, with the 45. It's just going to drop off. Is it? Drop off. It's going to be another 45. It is the umpire in the case. But what, what you were saying there, Eddie? Yeah, no, like, you know, that's probably... And another day, that was two goals, you know, and you're yeah. in a serious position. I had said to you before the game started, I said it to you last night, Horswood would have felt really hard done by yes. in the county final. But the reason they feel so hard done by was William Doyle pulled off an absolutely miraculous save. Very similar to that on PJ Banville. And PJ yes. Banville, I would see as a player very similar to Mick Malone. So, I mean, William has formed there on, on one-on-one with keeper. He's absolutely brilliant and he's, he's really earning his corner there today. But great start by Mullivat I know they're losing by a point but they're making these chances and if they keep making them they'll get them they certainly are the free now the 45 I should say is going to be taken looks like it has the distance I think it was John Walsh but that's gone way way wide he'll be disappointed with that a man of his calibre well able to take frees off the ground but it didn't come to anything there so the goal ki- or the kick out will be taken by William Dyle it is Better say at most three points, Mullen at two points in a low scoring but a really, really engaging and enthralling affair so far in John Locke Park. Here now, Robbie, Mullen pushing everybody up on the feathered kick out. You know, it's a brave tactic to push everybody up. Look into the full back line for, for, for Mullen It's two on two back there. They pushed everybody right up. If Feathered get a missed kick pass from a, from a kick out, they're in serious trouble because they have 10 Mullinavat men in their half. And even here now, if you see what Mullinavat are doing, Feathered are playing with the ball in their own 65. Mullinavat are trying to play the football up there, and it's a, it's a, it's a proper tactic, I think. It certainly is. Eddie, Feathered say Moe are coming forward, so I just have a question to pose you, but before then, we'll see how they come forward. And it is true, Keen Burn. Burn now with an opportunity to get the ball into his hands, but it's really well dealt with by Simon Aylward. Aylward looked like he had it, but he doesn't. He's lost out to, to um, Mikey Dwyer, and Dwyer was fouled, and it would be a free in to the right of the goal and presume Keen Byrne will look to get this one again off the floor with that left foot of his he's already got one point to his name an opportunity to get two but Eddie there's been some mishandling some mistakes as, as you're going to get they're human beings they're players at the end of the day but both sides tactically are set up superbly does it just go to show how the club game and you're involved of course with blacks and whites and the hurling side of things has just kind of evolved so much particularly over the last decade tactics wise particularly ah yeah look come here the, the, the day just getting the ball and pumping it down the field yeah. one on ones all over the place I mean every ball has to be 60-40 of every your own man so it does set up that way this free this time for, for Keane is a little bit further out now this isn't a gimme either he's on this will be a tester now will be and he's mishit it completely it's fallen short and luckily for Mullen and they can come out with it remains three points to do to Feathered St. Moog's here in the Leinster Intermediate Football Championship semi-final Mullen and will be quite happy with the scoreboard despite the fact they are trailing by a single point it's only Ian Duggan with two frees that, that has gone on the score sheet for Michael Aylward's side but as I said they will be quite pleased with where this game has gone so far they move moving forward brilliantly oh, a enough. really good run a string of hand passes there and they eventually going long looking for German Malone. Malone gets his hands on it brilliantly can he get his shot off it's quite a distance off he looks for Lee Fenley instead or rather that's Adam Mansfield the corner forward looking to get his shot oh there was a big chance there I believe Michael Malone powering through again the referee says there was a foul though and it will be a free out for Feathered St. Mokes but half a chance on there it was actually Ushi Knox the corner forward who looked to find Michael Malone there and if he had a foul there was another opportunity on Eddie yeah no it was a great move really well worked a couple of hand passes one ball inside Ushi Knox always busy inside the full forward line threw the hand pass off just mistimed it a little bit and, and Mick just couldn't get his hand on it but I tell you it's been all Mullivat for the last four or five maybe six minutes at this stage now he really is Mullivat on the ascendancy and trying to see if there's much of a wind out there it doesn't seem to be the flag seems to be just sitting down but you know it's been very good but Federer on the attack again you know they seem like a really good young fast team on the break and here they come on their own 45 and now Mullivat 45 is coming back out to Ian Byrne yeah it's Keen Byrne with, Byrne. The, with the shot that ball looks like it's going over the, the bar that's brilliant a serious height on it 
didn't know by Killian Dunphy's reaction in the mull of the back goal whether he thought it was over or not but the umpire indicates with the white flag that the ball did go over the bar and Fetter St. Moog's move into a 4 points to 2 lead here just about 24 minutes gone in John Locke Park so 6 minutes of normal time remaining before referee Fergal Smith uh, blows for half time unless he feels there has a need for additional time which there hasn't been so far not too many stoppages for injuries or any stoppages at all really in the first half of what has been uh, quite a non-stop event so far in it goes looking, <laughs> for, the, looking for the corner forward this time it is Adam Mansfield who gets his hands on it beautifully flicked up there didn't even need to bend down and pick it up as you thought as a school child Mansfield now moves back into his corner forward that's Ushi Knox was Knox foul the referee says he won but he still got the ball and there is an opportunity for true Liam Fenley maybe to, to do something there but disappointed but there was a foul eventually on Knox seemed to be a very strange <laughs> phase of play there I have to, I have to pull you back over the comments so you said in school that they were teaching that Wait, when you go down and pick, pick the ball up, up properly I, can, I, I said you I don't do it like that you don't do it like that school if you were doing that you, you, don't, you don't flick it up like that but having said that I don't think me or you can, can say oh. what, what Adam Mansfield should be doing because it was a beautiful piece of skill yeah, no, I was, I'm, only, I'm only slagging Robbie I'm only slagging this three, is, this three is in a tricky position as well yes um, Mullivac could do with it though I know it's a two point game they've been on top and they're losing by two points that's the only thing I would say and I, I you know yeah. I kind of look at them things but this is you know this is a free right foot taker you know just bring it in around the back of the, the far post make sure if you're wide you're wide in the far side yeah, Ian Duggan his free taking style contrasting with his opposition corner forward Keen Byrne Byrne takes him off the ground Duggan out of his hands looks like it's going to have the distance has he got the accuracy again he hasn't he'll be disappointed with that and Eddie as he just said you'd want to miss it on the far side not the near side like he did yeah no look if you're going to be hitting that especially with any wind at all you know be, wi- be, wi- be wide on the far side there just a score up there for you under 21 game as well Robbie text coming through to me there Paul Murphy keep me up to date it's Blacks and Whites 4 points Emeralds 3 points in that under 21 county final yeah, of course in so. fresh for today yeah best look to both sides today quite a low scoring affair there but it's going to be a tight one in that under 21 E decider tight one here as well Feder St. Moog's 4 points Mullinavat 2 points Feder St. Moog's have their hands on the ball now looking for Byrne he's been busy throughout and that ball was picked up off the yeah. floor Eddie Scally was going to give out because I think he thought it was going to be a free <laughs> for Federer folks but it is a free for Mullinabat who are we shouldn't say we're supporting them today but certainly uh, we wouldn't mind seeing them win again it is a free for John Walsh now the Mullinabat half back on his own 65 who can he find he can find the number 17 that's Conor Dungan a late inclusion for the Kilkenny Senior County Champions today it's Walsh who finds Michael Malone Malone looking for that little pop hand pass and he did he found his namesake Jerm Malone but maybe it was the wrong option altogether because Malone has lost the ball he'll be disappointed with that Feathered St. Moe going forward was there a foul on Keane Byrne referee says no but there is a player down here looks like he's holding his ankle possibly not quite sure who it is maybe it's Joe Sutton there the midfielder not, not 100% certain on who it is so far but there's, there's a booking coming here for, for Jerm Malone as well um, I thought Church just kind of collided with him when he was coming out there referee's giving him a yellow card I have to say the, the umbrella there in front of me the Frank Wall man shop umbrella just kind of yes. caught my eye so I missed exactly what had happened there but it just he's after giving him a, a yellow card it was on Christopher Malloy there he seemed to have caught him a little bit late free to be taken from right in front of our commentary position here in the half line out on this left hand side yeah. and it's gone straight into Keane Byrne who's in space again Keane Byrne and Tubber who found two busiest forwards for Feather St. Moog so far it's the left half back now Jake Malloy in the other end of the field where he's not maybe used to being and he finds his midfielder Richard Richard Waters 
Waters moves it back out the field and again they're going to be quite patient with it and Federson at most will move it side to side before they find a, a chance to maybe penetrate that it was a high yeah. tackle and we're going back uh, there was no advantage there I should say the number 20 for Federson at most Brian Powers seems to be um, on the pitch whether he was a late inclusion or not I don't yeah, know no, he, had, sorry, he hasn't yeah, been too busy down. so far no I marked him down there he, he, he's, he's been out there from the start as well but that's another soft free here and it's again it's just diving in Robbie you know if, 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 if these lads are going to play a really defensive game you know stand off a small bit in Hullet he's given the free you know but it, 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 literally he dives in and clipped his heel and it's it's just just be a little bit more patient it's still I know it's for anyone listening or anyone here I know a 4.2 game you're thinking God this is this is a boring game or whatever it's anything but um, if Mullinavat were taking their chances to be 2-3 or 2-4 on that scoreboard now but it's a very good game I just think don't give these the championship by, by, by handing them freeze to win this game all day long and again I, I can't see him putting this over the bar I know he's shaping up like he's going to hit it but that's that's a long way out as well that is quite a fair bit out I believe it may well be Mikey Dwyer who's taking this free he's not going to have the distance at all and that falls into Mikey Jones Jones done really well there he finds the midfielder Tom Aylward and Aylward moves it forward but it's not a great ball he looked for his captain Michael Malone uh, couldn't find him and again they'll be disappointed with how they use possession there Mullinavat just about two minutes to go here at John Locke Park and Callan it is Feder St. Monks four points Mullinavat two points in the Leinster Intermediate Football Championship semi-final today's game of course is brought to you with thanks to Mulhern Centre Main Street Mullinavat shop local for centre special offers and enjoy frank and honest coffee great value and great service Federson most moving forward again what can they do who can they find not a lot of scoring opportunities for either side I must be said as can be said as can be seen by the fact that there's only six scores between um, both sets of teams so far in this one it's the corner forward for the Wexford team Graham O'Grady O'Grady finds his full forward John Tubbert one point to his name already with a free I mentioned that he's taken on snapshots and as you can probably hear by the reaction of the strong crowd that, were, that are here from Wexford uh, he took on another one there and it went way way yeah, wide so, so wide it didn't hit the net no, behind the goal Keen Byrne absolutely lost the plot there with John Tubbert at that time for, for taking it on I mean you know it's it's Mulnavad if they just do that just stand off make them work for their scores let them you know if they're going to have shots like that let them do it it's, there's no danger but don't just give them handy freeze and that's the biggest thing Mulnavad need to get into their heads at half time yeah, but don't. say ball out around midfield again and get a bit messy and feathered or break them with the ball again they're having their little purple patch again here Robbie they're having their purple patch and Mulnavad maybe they're trying to stem that purple patch and are they it's a one man job here Jerem Malone driving forward trying to stop them but it's well picked up there by Graham O'Grady doing something that we see in Mansfield do, just flicking the ball up and that is the last action of a low scoring but quite an enjoyable first half it must be said half time here in John Locke Park and Callan it is Feathered St. Mogues four points Mullinavat two points Eddie Scally what is your assessment of that one Mullinavat will they be happy will they be worried that they missed those two goal scoring opportunities through captain Michael Malone and in a really tight game like this you just wonder will they rule them yeah, look, I, I wouldn't say at this early in the game that they're going to rule them chances. You do need to be taking them on the big days, you know. Um, there were two good chances. On Mike's own standard, you'd expect him to bury them, you know. But the first chance, the, the, the one that we've gone off air there for a minute, that first chance was probably the easier of the two chances. He was coming straight on goal. And I'd say what happened in his own head was, you know, sometimes, you believe it or not, Robbie, sometimes the thing you don't want is time. And yeah. he had too much time on the ball. He actually ended up in, in kind of five yards of space right in front of the goal, snapped that out a little bit and pulled it wide. It was a poor enough effort. The second attempt at the goal you know I've given all the credit to William Doyle in the goal there he made an absolutely brilliant save everything that Mike did he did it right it was a great move by Mullinavat the one thing I would say to you Robbie is you know if you look at the first half in its own entirety there it was Mullinavat that had them two goal chances it was Mullinavat that hit two I would say poor wides the free I wouldn't call it poor wide but the two
three poor wides as well. So that's two two that they've left out on that pitch. Why is the Mullen event manager? The three big things I'd be saying to them here at half time is number one, in front of the goal, calm down. Just just be patient. Just don't don't panic. That's number one. Number two is stop hopping the ball. It's after happening since I said it to you about seven times again where to bounce the ball. That pitch isn't conducive with that type of football. If you need the solo with solo, but don't hop the ball. It's just just literally do not bounce the ball. It's going to stop our movement straight away. And the final thing is we can see now that Federer have set up extremely negatively. So they're going to drop everyone back and then everyone forward. So what has to happen in the second half is Mullinavat have to be patient in their challenges. So the time to tackles, push them out wide, make it as hard as they can for them for getting their shots off. If we create a kind of a semi-circle around our goal from out from corner to corner, out to 45, it means that the shooting angles that are left in, you're going to end up with situations like John Turbrick is a good player. He hit that shot that time. That was out of pure frustration because he couldn't find a gap. If you can do that, they'll, they'll be putting wides there all day long because, I mean, if there's not too many David Cliffords and stuff in the world, there's, there's only one David Clifford, there's only one yeah. Michael Murphy. You know, taking pops from the touchline, it's not easy. And on a day like today, it's near, near on impossible. So I just think one of our really well in this game, they just, just need, they're going to need to start showing it on the scoreboard. Against Brackna and Shandona, Eddie Mullinavat didn't lead at halftime either. We're training against Brackna in the first round of the Leinster Championship. And the last day, of course, we were both on commentary duty for that one. Uh, I think it was level at the interval between the both sides. They kicked on from there. I suppose that's something that manager Michael Edward and uh, selector Joe Fenney will be reiterating to the panel now at halftime. We see the team talk on the far side of the pitch at the moment. But are you concerned at all by the fact that their two scores have come from two frees from Ian Duggan and they haven't got anything from play? Not, not really. I genuinely am not I think the point that you're making I would have thought I, I felt the last day that, that Mullinavat looked so much fitter than Shandana I, 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 I definitely think they're a super fit team looking at Feather there as well they don't look they don't look sluggish anywhere on the field um, as well so I can't see Mullinavat's fitness I don't think Mullinavat's fitness will be a problem but I couldn't see Feather dying away the way that Brackner did and definitely the way that Shandana did in the first five minutes or six minutes of the second half the last day um, I find it a little bit strange that Mullinavat have chosen not to go into the dressing room it's a cold day out there and, and it's wet you know I, I, I personally I'd be bringing the players into the dressing room trying to get them dry I'd even look at swapping jerseys at half time um, I think it, all these things maybe it's all in my head Robbie I don't know but I think all of these things make a difference Federer have gone into their own dressing room now they're getting their players dried off don't be shocked if they come out in a new set of jerseys same numbers different set of jerseys all these things make a big difference so you know, Muldavad have obviously their, their own tactic and what they're doing and that's fair enough but I, I wouldn't be concerned at all where I'd be concerned is if this going goes 10 or 15 minutes into the second half and there's still 3-4 points in that game well then I would be I would be concerned because I just I just think Muldavad need to, to get themselves into the game get them level as quick as they can and see what happens if Fenner start panicking Well thanks for the moment Eddie we will be back of course for the second half action very very shortly indeed at half time here in John Locke Park in Callan it is Feathered St. Moog's four points Mullinavat two points in the Leinster Intermediate Club Football Championship semi-final KCLR Live Sport the AIB Leinster Club Intermediate Football Championship semi-final Mullinavat versus Feathered St. Moog's with thanks to Mulhern Centra Main Street Mullinavat great value and great service Thanks very much, Ken. Welcome back to John Locke Park and Callan for the Leinster Club Intermediate Football Championship semi-final between Mullinavat and Fettered St. Moggs. Just as you handed back, there was half a chance there for a score for the left halfback for the Wexford team, Jake Malloy, but it went wide. So it remains four points to two in favour of Ger Foley and Charlie Waltz, joint managers of Fettered St. Moggs in favour of their side. For the moment, it's Ian Duggan on the ball with Mullinavat. He goes in, finds Michael Malone. 
busy man today but not on the scoreboard yet is the top scorer in this year's edition of the Intermediate Championship he goes into his full forward that's Liam Fenley and a lot of bit messy here at the moment and Federer get their hands on the ball again and Mullinavant will be disappointed with that no changes for either side from what I can see so far so the teams remain the same of course there was a late inclusion for both sides Connor Duggan started the number 17 for the Kilkenny Senior County Champions while number 20 for Fetter St. Moog's Brian Power was um, started from the off for the men in red Mullinavast shooting from right to left here uh, on the stand side for the people that know uh, are surrounded here in John Locke Park in Callan while Fetter St. Moog's obviously shooting the other way from left to right and at the moment it's Tubrit the full forward looking for his second score today it's another snapshot as I say and I've constantly used that phrase snapshot because when there's better options on Tubrit decides to shoot that's gone wide again he'll be disappointed with it Eddie and if Mullinavac keeps seeing that and wait for their chances they'll be happy enough the, the, will, the only thing I will say is it's all feathered since we started back up in the second half um, Mullinavac need to get their hands on this ball and need to get their hands on it quickly maybe a kick out to sell them but this is 2 on 1 again like it's straight down a Federman and the right right man has it for them Keen Byrne he's been on fire there he's breaking here Robbie yeah here comes Keen Byrne looking to power through the, the defence it is John, Joe Sutton now Sutton with a shot in that looks like it's going over it's hit the post it's coming back out there may be a chance on there's not Mullinavac cleaning up well through there full back that's Simon Aylward has Aylward lost it no he hasn't he goes out to John Walsh Walsh should be able to get his hands on it even if he's not there's a free for an advantage or, or an advantage for a foul that took place a little earlier and the referee Fergal Smith says he'll go back for that free and Mullinavac will get a slight bit of respite and they'll be happy with that but could have went anywhere there want to hit the post Eddie yeah but that's 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 three chances there now for, for Feathered uh, no chances for, for Mullinavac um, at the start of the second half but sure, look there's been no scores so that's the biggest thing that's the one you know bit of comfort you can take from it that's, that's a soft feeder he's after picking up midfield so he's done well there James Cullen he drew the free and just let them go here we go Jer Malone he's going to he will power yeah, from here here comes Jer Malone now a bit of space in front of him looking to power through as Eddie says he looks to make that angle will he get a shot off no he, he won't he goes into the nays here Michael Malone Malone already had two goal scoring opportunities looking threw for a third couldn't get it but he threw the ball threw it back to Liam Fenley and there looked like a good score on there or a good scoring opportunity anyway and Michael Malone should he have just popped it over the bar maybe Eddie yeah, what he should he have done look I'd say look the ball it came to him it came to him quite quick he had a goal on your man closing down very fast and when he got kind of bottled up I think Instincts took in and he kind of threw it back under his arm it was, look he was trying to do the right thing he was unlucky there but great move and it came from a burst out of, out of the back from Jer Malone he did that a couple of times the last day as well against um, Shantana and this is what Mullinavat need they need to start running at, 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 at Feathered because they looked under serious pressure at them when they broke through so you know green shoots Robbie yes green shoots quite worrying for Feathered but good to see from Mullinavat that they were able to power through so quickly once they went direct and maybe a bit more implementing a running style there to, to get through the, through the defence this is it you know Mullinavat have a really good running game we know that they've been very direct in the first half obviously they've done their homework on Feathered as well and they would have tried to get the matchups what's happening now at the start of the second half is um, Mick Malone I don't know if he's going to stay in there but he's gone right in full forward now so he's going to be a big target in there there's a massive height advantage and size advantage between Mick and the, and the full back picking him up there and on the other side then Oshie Knox uh, it's Adam Mansfield I think it is this time to stay inside Oshie Knox is coming out around here the half forward line but Mullivat just need to get busy here and, and, and try and get their next score on the, in this game here there's a, there's a sideline for Feathered and it's, it's, it's on their own 65 you know, it's 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 well back in row half. There's no danger here. Mullinavat just needs to be patient, try and get their hands on the ball and break again. Yeah, slight break and play as the St. Mogs, uh, Feather St. Mogs, 
right half back Christopher Lai gets his gloves on and he's going to take the line ball now and it goes down the line and that finds number 11 Mikey Dwyer Dwyer's had a quite game so far he returns to his left half back Jake Malai Malai powered forward now and it goes back into Dwyer can Dwyer find an angle to get his first score of the game he's going to get a shot off is it going to go in and over the bar it no. looks like it may well do no it's gone to the right and wide as Eddie Scally rightfully predicted so another chance goes a begging for Fettered St. Moog's it remains Fettered St. Moog's four points Mullen of two points in today's AIB Leinster Club Intermediate Football Championship semi-final here in John Locke Park in Callan today's game of course is brought to you with thanks to Mulhern Centra Main Street Mullen of shop local for centre special offers and enjoy frank and honest coffee great value and great service there we go it's a good break again the kick out from the kick out Mullen drew another free to won the ball one of the Fettered players slipped in and caught it underneath it so Mullen are carrying it out breaking nice and handy the ball working across they're working nice and patiently into their own half there now ball's pushed in towards the corner it's a poor Ian pass Dogan now not going to get the with that Ian Duggan it was a poor poor pass for a man who's been in really really imperious form throughout the course of this provincial campaign for Mullinavat uh, ball slipped out of the hands there of John Tubber who's a bit deeper than what he'd like to be and, and, her, here we're on. and an opportunity on now for the Mullinavat midfielder that's James Cullen looking to use his power and his strength and he's used it brilliantly there he's pushed his man off the ball gets it into Michael Malone Malone looking to find a classy Duggan can Duggan pick out his man he goes back into Malone it's the hand pass back to the right half forward there is a foul though in the case of the referee uh, just on the 20 metre line to the right of the goal it's going to be a difficult angle and a difficult distance for whoever decides to take this free I presume it'll be in Duggan he's already got two to his name from dead ball situations uh, to date and I think he will probably take this one didn't see what the foul was for I think it was a drag back off yeah. the ball and it'll be Duggan again just to the right of the goal he goes short he finds Cullerton is Cullerton going to put the ball over the bar he has an opportunity to do so it's dropped oh, short but it's gone in and over the bar it was flicked over in the end by the goalkeeper William Doyle it's the first score of the second half for either side it's the first score from play for Mullinavat and it means the scoreboard reads Feather St. Moog's four points Mullinavat three points a really good score there from Cullerton yeah, it was a great score. Really worked free, just tapped it across, tapped over the bar. Simple game sometimes, Robbie. 4-3 now. Uh, Mullinavat well in this game. Feathered had the three chances, put all three wide. Mullinavat up the field, get one point. That'll give them a lift, and if they can get the next score, Robbie, then the game can really start for Mullinavat. Feathered have done what they've been doing all half. Everyone's dropped back for the kick-out, and now they're all working out for the break. So it's out here, we need to meet them up, and this is a good break by Feather to be fair to them. The ball's been built into the corner forward. Yeah, it has gone into the corner forward. That corner forward is Graham O'Grady. He looks up, finds his full forward, Tubbert. Tubbert now, he's had a couple of shots already. He's missed a few of them, not got one score from play. And a big chance now to get his first score from play. That looks like it's going in. It has gone in and over the bar. A really good score there from John Tubbert. But I must say, he was given far too much time to look up, get his shot off there. And it is Feathered St. Moog's five points. Mullen of three points. Eight minutes gone in this second half. 22 minutes of additional time to go in this last four and counter a good score there from Tubbert but Mullen of will be disappointed to give away a score just after getting the first it, they broke quick feather to be fair to me worked it out Jason or John Tubbert was out on the outside looking for it and uh, I think Keane was free on his shoulders if he needed him as well and they're after getting a soft free here again as well he's deemed to have pushed it in the back so they can build again they're on their own 65 taking this feather around the Mullinavat 65 taking it ball's dropped in again t- everything is going to Jason Tubbert at the moment this is going to be a free again is it no yeah no it looks like maybe what? free but the referee says it's not Fergal Smith waves play on to the 
the light of the Mullen of Matt players definitely looked like a foul I must say Eddie Scully certainly thought it no, was I, I tell you Robbie what I thought was he was calling for the free the ref he's the hand he's very animated yeah, yeah, but the hand signal was, he was definitely signalling it was a free he's going to actually book the feathered player here and the feathered player literally pulled him on that and said to him what you know if I'm looking and I can't hear you and I see your hand signal pointing towards the goal and showing this and this well then I'm thinking you're giving me a free here and that's why I said oh it's a free and I was actually going to complain that it was a soft free but <laughs> n- nevertheless there we are yellow card as yellow I said card for John Tober you know, and I'm not I'm not getting on to the referee he's having he's having an okay game he's doing fine but uh, I, think that, I think it's a pretty harsh yellow card because I genuinely thought he was calling a free to them too but this is Malone coming again this is what I love Jermaine Malone breaking out of the German defense Malone, a, there's a real sort of rawness about his game that's brilliant to see it's Michael Malone who looks to find the goal to the cornerback Mikey Jones who's been so impressive this season for Mullen in the back and he looks to find a man who was on the ball and there was a clear advantage there and Eddie Scally rightfully said that the referee today Fergus Mid has had a really good game to date but he's made a mistake there because there was an opportunity on for Mullen in the back but he's blue and black for uh, the free kick for the Kilkenny side and they'll play on again and allows Fetter St. Mokes to get into there. shape and he's given a free here again for another foul but that was not the best of calls and just as I see number 19 for Mullen in the back that is Park Gan, of course the man who got the winning goal against Brackna in, in in the first round of this Leinster campaign is on the pitch for Mullinavat well he may not be so just at the moment they're going to take it I would say at the next break and play it's Cullinan he's got one score to his name in this game the other two of course coming from Ian Duggan first half freeze from the right half forward Mikey Jones with a pop shot there that'll be really 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 frustrating for the management set of Michael Aylward and Joe Fenley because that went way way wide from the corner back bit of frustration there on Jones's part maybe taking on that shot and Parkan now enters the fray he's going out into the middle of the pitch there looks like he's replacing like it's, uh, Adam Mansfield is it? is it Knox or Mansfield it's got to be one or the other I would have thought neither Adam Mansfield you're right there yeah Yeah. looks like it's the, the number 13 Adam Mansfield has gone off the pitch for Park um, so Gan looking to work wonders again from the bench it is Feathered St. Mokes five points Mullen of three points as the kick out is taken and it goes the whole way up the pitch now and they have their hands on the ball again it's well met by German Lone but it is the centre forward Mikey Dwyer who's on it was there a foul there referee no. says there wasn't but Dwyer still has the ball in his hands they look to come out the other side there's a bit of space here if they come to the right instead Tunbrick goes to the left where there's loads more space and there's a chance on for, for them but a brilliant block there by Daniel Mullen the full back and uh, Mullen of can move forward with the ball will be crossing on here, to the Kells Road very quickly but before then as Eddie says there is a break on and Mullen Matt maybe will get a chance but it was stopped cynically by the Feathered St. Mogues man and it looks like that free should have been moved up because it was blocked um, but it will be taken from the position with that it is in which is right to the goal uh, on the halfway line and Mullen Matt will move forward five points to three here Feathered St. Mogues lead Mullinavat have led only more on one occasion with the first score of the game it was well moved forward there it went in to the corner forward Ushi Knox he marked and maybe a chance now to reduce the deficit to a point if he decides to shoot but it looks like he may well go short no he's going to shoot that ball's been lobbed in where is it gone looks like it's gone wide it has gone wide and that gives us the perfect opportunity to cross to the Kells Road where Martin Quilty is standing by to give us an update on the Leinster Intermediate Camogie Championship 
semi-final clash of James Stevens and St. Bridget's. Martin, how's it going? Yeah. Yes, thanks very much, Robbie. Welcome back here to the Kells Road with nine minutes, nine and a half minutes now gone in the second half. Things looking a little bit brighter for James Stevens. It's six points to four in favour of the visitors still. 15 seconds into the second half, Emma Minogue went on a darting run right from the throw-in and slotted the ball over the bar. And Sophie O'Dwyer has slotted over two frees. She has missed a couple as well, though, to be said. It could have been that little bit closer, but... Uh, St. Bridget's on the attack here again Claude Toynan with a belter of a ball she really has a torpedo of a shot she's just outside her own 65 metre line they are playing against a very strong breeze and that's living dangerously in around the house could be trouble here for James Stevens, but they do well they break that attack down ball is still out around the 20 metre line there but things could have been a little bit better for James Stevens. they had a goal chance just before Sophie O'Dwyer popped over that last free when uh, Rachel Lahey's shot was blocked, Michelle Tehan's shot was blocked and Neve Dealey's shot was brilliantly blocked by the St. Bridget's backs as well, they're really throwing everything, a bar the kitchen sink at James Stevens here at the minute but the village are playing much better, they have a free out this time, Emma Minogue to the front of that as well as Neve Dealey as well but currently as we said it is standing with just coming up to 11 minutes gone here in the second half and it is St. Bridget's leaving James Stevens 6 points to 4 Thanks very much Martin Just as you speak There's a score there For Mullen the So it is 4 points to 5 In favour of Fetter St. Moggs It was Ian Duggan again With a brilliant free And I should say Park Gan entered the fray I wrongfully said It was Adam Mansfield Who came off And Eddie Scally thought It was Ushie Knox Both of those corner forwards Remain on the pitch It was Connor Duggan Who was pointed out to me By a Mullen the supporter here That um, left the pitch For Mullen the So Gan is on Duggan is off And the scoreboard reads Mullen the 4 points Fetter St. Moggs 5 points Just about 17 minutes Of normal time to play here in John Locke Park and Callan it was been a really tight game and it looks like there may be a foul but again there was an advantage on for Fettered St. Moog's the referee has brought it back and uh, to the frustrations of the no, supporters it, it, here today it's, it's frustrating for everybody Robbie because like the game you know we can dress up any way we want it's, 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 it's becoming a real poor spectacle and it's becoming a poor spectacle because every 20 seconds there's a free you, you know you're going to have to let something go a little bit but and I'm not being critical on the ref either I, I am actually but I'm not I don't mean to be it's just it's, it is, it's, it's just so slow now at this stage but Feather building it up he's a mark there now by, by James Um Better crowd standing again a little bit for yes, getting, getting a bit loud. We were expecting they were going to be getting a handy today. Yes, and they're getting anything, but we know they wouldn't be. Yeah. No, Tobrick with a free that ball or a mark, I should have said. It was, it was dropped in, and it's out, out. It does come with Ian Duggan. Duggan with three of the four points today. He's had a really good game from those frees, um, none from play. So 75% of all the match scores have come from place balls, but they come forward with the with it again. It's Mikey Jones down the line now. Jones goes the whole way across the pitch it's a really really good ball he picks out it's a corner forward that's Adam Mansfield Mansfield goes inside to Michael Malone can Malone have a run at him now Malone of course has been the informed player this year but slipped out of his hands and it just hasn't been his day it's gone out wide and half an opportunity there for Mullinavat comes to nothing in the end and the goal the kick out will be taken by William Dial disappointing for Mullinavat I should say on the Carlos side of things it's disappointment for Kieran Walsh's Clonmore side they have been defeated in the Leinster Club Junior Football semi-final by Castletown on a scoreline of 10 points to 7 in Netwatch Cullen Park so the commiserations to them but of course a great season for Clonmore in their 75th year as a club winning the Junior A and the Junior C titles on Barrow side so unlucky today but a brilliant year to reflect on for the 
remaining Clonmore. It has been a brilliant year, of course, for Mullen Devat also, but they will have wanted to go one step further and go back to an intermediate football final in Leinster as they did three years ago in 2019. Heartbreakingly defeated by Loud Club Matic Rangers that point that time by a single point. Eddie Scally we're entering the last quarter now what are their prospects of making another final do you think yeah, look they're, they're right in it Robbie one point game 15 minutes to go I, you know I, I wouldn't have fancied it at all I think they're going really well I think it's important to point out Mick Malone has been very well marked today by Graham O'Grady corner forward for Feathered normally he's back there man Mark and Mick a good bit now he's leaving him on his own again there but he's getting back every time it breaks down and he's doing a good job Mick's getting on a ton of ball it's just not going for him but it could and hopefully it will but here's a great chance now for for Feathered here they're on the break and it's the Keen Burn again in the corner he's been busy all day Robbie yeah busy all day maybe a quieter second half for Keen Burn but he goes across the pitch now looks to find his midfield partner that's Richard Waters but it was really poor and then only found the Mullinavac midfielder James Cullen and Cullen now with loads of time and space can look up maybe try and slow the pace of the game down a, a shred for Mullinavac and they come forward and Termalone doesn't want to slow down that man plays at 100 miles per hour but he's run straight into the tackle but nevertheless he has popped it off and he's found Ian Duggan and Duggan on our near side here in John Locke Park and Callan goes down the wing finds Tom Aylward Aylward with a bit of space now to run into the crowd getting excited because they know there's an opportunity on for Tom Aylward but he goes back the ways and Pop finds in. He's Ian Duggan now there is a man inside Duggan goes across the pitch I think he's found Mikey Jones there the cornerback Jones takes the mark and he's going to go in who's he going to find that ball is the shot on from Mikey ah. Jones and that is so disappointing and Joe Fenley here <laughs> the, the mentor for him under the bat is going absolutely mad with Mikey Jones because that's the second time the cornerback has had a shot in nothing it's gone to the, to the left and wide and really uh, disappointing poor use of the ball there Eddie it is yeah I can only assume in training on Tuesday or Thursday night he let one go from 70 yards and it went over that happens but there was a goal on there for, for Mullinavad if the ball had been played in a little bit quicker I just think look they're well in the game but they can't let Federer get the next score like they've had the last five minutes has been all Mullinavad and what's going to happen is Federer going to go up here now tap one over the bar but here we come with Graham O'Grady breaking into the, the Mullinavad half he's popped it out to the wing Mullinavad for Federer the three men around the pitch here and it's after coming to number 12 Robbie there's a score on yeah it is that number 12 on Whelan Whelan hasn't gotten the scoreboard yet and that's gone wide he'll be disappointed with that as Jamie Fenley was the Mullen event mentor of course with Mikey Jones effort just a little while earlier there is a substitution now for Fettered St. Moggs that's number 18 Kevin Rowe entering the field don't know who he has come off or don't know who he's replaced um, as soon as we know of course we will let you know uh, it is four points to five here in the last four of the Leinster Club Intermediate Football Championship today's game is brought to you with thanks to Mulhern Centre Main Street Mullen event. shop local for centre special offers and enjoy frank and honest coffee great value and great service kick out now with Killian Dunphy he goes long again they've lost a couple of these but they're not going to lose this one because that's going to find Michael Malone he batted down for the right half back Shane Kelly it was a foul Malone now as Eddie said rightfully a little bit earlier on he was in full forward he's gone back out for out to the field now and again that free and he's so used to picking out his man and everything he does is usually done to absolute perfection Michael Malone but that was a poor free there look to find Adam Mansfield in the corner but it's gone out for a sideline ball and Federer St. Moggs can get their hands on it again and they look to move it out through their own right half back that's Christopher Malai Malai comes down the wings and again they're going to be quite slow in their build up play as they are in deep in their own half with the centre back Garrett Foley he's the captain today Foley moving forward now no Mullen and man coming out to meet him at the moment not pushing up as high as we've seen them certainly in the first half that ball's gone out to the left half back Jake Malai 
Malai comes back inside and finds John Tubber. He's been a busy man today. Tubber runs run straight into the tackle though. Is well dealt with there by Tom Aylward. Mullinavan have an opportunity to counter-attack now. Can they use the ball? Looks inside. Froshi knocks. Knocks. Looking to it's take on his man and he's fouled. It's a now. high tackle. And what will referee Fergal Smith make of this? What will he do? It's taken quickly to Michael Malone. Malone with the shot. That ball's gone. I think it's no, gone. No, he's not going to be given that. He's going to call a player over to yeah. book him, so that's why you couldn't let the advantage go. Like you wouldn't let him take it free quickly. You know what I mean? He'd blown the whistle to give the free. The lads will give out and say, "Oh, we done the quick free or whatever." But he's booking this player. That's why possibly a black card, any for uh, cornerback. No, no, no. Martin Dyle. No, no. Throughout <laughs> <laughs> the bat, it's a yellow card. I'd be stunned if it's a block. Uh, yeah, he's, I don't know. I can't see it with his hand signals. I think like if he pulls him to the ground, it's a black card. But I don't think he did. I think it was just a high tackle. Um, the substitute that came off there for for St. Moe's was our feathered own Whelan was taken off. The player to come off. That's a yellow card, anyway. The player to come on from Kevin Rowe, he got two or three points in the county final as well. Good player, he'd be a player that felt he should be probably starting as well, you know. But here we go again. Free is taken quickly. It's Mikey Jones, he's missed two already. Can he get it on the third time of asking? He that ball has gone third in and over lucky, the baby. bar. Brilliant score from Mikey Jones, and then he says, Third time lucky, baby. And we are level in John Locke Park and Callan. It is Mullinavat five points, Feather St. Mogues five points. There's 10 minutes remaining. We're in for an absolutely entertaining and intense last 10 minutes here in John Locke Park. And Callan, the sides can't be separated. The crowd getting truly engaged in this game now. They know what's on the line. They know that their side could be in the intermediate decider in two weeks' time. Same throwing time, of course. That will be at half one on Saturday, the third of December. But neither side will care too little about that or too much about that as of now because they have to make it. First of all, it's such a tight game here. Mikey Jones with a big, big score, level in the proceedings here at John Lock Park and Callan. Looked like there's a bit of a swipe there from the left half back. John Walsh, uh, but Feather Saint won't get their hands on the ball. Oh, that's coming the whole way across the pitch to Keane Byrne it's going to be contested and it's contested brilliantly by James Cullerton Cullerton gets his hands on the now and they look right to there. go inside can he find Mansfield or Rushy Knox it's Mansfield who he's looking or Rushy Knox who he's looking for but it was really well dealt with it must be said by the cornerback Martin Dyle who did get that yellow card for the foul um, on Ian Duggan there a little bit earlier on and Fenner St. Moss will look to power he's going to be met by Shane Walsh but it's brilliantly turned by the classic Keane Byrne Byrne moving forward finds a centre forward Mikey Dwyer Dwyer was there a foul on Dwyer is there a foul by the wire it's on the oh, floor it. it is a foul by the wire and it will be a free out now well, Mullinavat just need to calm down a small bit Robbie because they're getting a bit worked up if they're doing right okay the feathered lads are panicking it's it's a draw game here there's 10 minutes to go that's the right thing to do he's gone back with the free tapping it back away rebuild let's get the next score but they have to just calm it just a little bit Shane Kelly inside to the full forward Liam Fenley who's been quite enough today but there was a foul on Fenley and as you say are they going to slow things down or are they going to go quick Ian Duggan seems to be trying to set the tempo for Mullinavat today usually wears number 13 does Duggan but he's wearing that number 10 jersey today and wearing it with style had a really good game three points to his name all from freeze the other scores coming from Mikey Jones and James Cullerton from Fetter St. Moe's the scores are made up by Morgan Ellis two from Keith Byrne and two from John Tubbert it is five points apiece the teams can't be split and there's another foul there they've drawn three fouls in quick succession at Mullinavat and there's an opportunity on here if they move forward with Jeremy Malone he finds John Walsh Walsh goes inside what can happen here looks for Fenley is it caught no it's not caught an opportunity to mark but he goes inside Scan Scan has, has to be pulled back no. he must surely pull ah, back nah, he, but Robbie. the ref says he wasn't how he hasn't spotted that I am not quite sure Eddie Scan poor Scan looks like the goal was gained yeah, for him he, he was pulled he was back clearly dragged back there there's two umpires there as well I mean either of them could have put their hand up too 
don't know how that's not a penalty for Mullinavat and here come Federer coming out of the ball but look that's gone now so we may just forget about it yeah, they'll be frustrated with that decision because Federer St. Moe's are going forward through Keane Byrne Byrne with an opportunity maybe to get his hand oh, what a tackle that's that, not, is. that is a book and the referee says it was a foul it was German Owen who came in and hit him hard Keane Byrne is down on the floor and he's not moving too much either and we hope that he'll be okay and Eddie I mean it was a clear foul it was straight in front yeah, look, look, all, all stem that must be said from the fact that the ref did not give and I know we can come across as biased did not give a clear foul on Park Gann at the other end of the pitch yeah no look, look it was it was a clear foul it was a penalty the minute that hit went in the first thing that was done was it was pointed down to the other end of the field to say to the referee what what, what happened there to me it, it was a really really poor call that decision down this side here Keane Byrne was breaking into space he's the danger man for, for Feathered all day today he's been superb he was breaking into the space there he ran into I don't know which of them alone it was either Jer or Mick but he got something he got, he got Jer, yeah. but it was it, you know in fairness to Jer he went in with the shoulder he didn't go into him in any way but he caught him in the front and uh, he panned him plus the fact that this guy's quite small as well in stature it was you know it was it was an elephant running into uh, a deer that's <laughs> it either of them yes certainly was um, will be a free now and it looks like he is back up onto the pitch the free will be to the right of the goal he's put one like this over the bar in the first half he'll take it off the floor to the right as I said about 30-35 metres out from that Mullinavac goal and there's an opportunity for fettered St. Mogues to get um, what would be only their second point of the second half and a chance for them to move into the lead once again free the, the wind seems to be pulling across the field as well this isn't an ideal position for a left foot free take well, you know he's going to have to try and favour the near post this side and uh, I think uh, it's not a simple free but I'd be expecting him to put it over there but it's, it's definitely going to be tricky yeah you would expect him to maybe start it outside that left hand post and move it back in with the left foot it'll be interesting to see what Keenburn does the crowd await can he put it in and over the bar he's called it well it has gone in and it's gone over the bar and Feather St. Moog's take a one point lead with just about over five minutes of normal time to go here in the semi-final of the Leinster Intermediate Club Football Championship it is Mullinavat five points Fettered St. Moog's six points <coughs> so so much to be played for here in five minutes of football what can happen yeah. can Mullinavat make the final Eddie what do they need to do they seem to be kind of stemmed um, at the moment that tide has been stopped the momentum has stopped with the injury to Keane Burton there what do Mullinavat need to do to look, get up just, the other look, end they've been doing really well they're, they're, they're only a point down it's just just unfortunate really that chance there because I mean at one end of the field you're looking at maybe getting a goal and at the other end of the field you have to get a point to go behind but Mullinavat need to get on the ball next here and get going again yeah we're going to hand across now to Martin Quilty very very quickly who is at the Kells Road for the Leinster Camogie Intermediate Club semi-final of James Stevens at St Bridget's Martin it's over to you Yes, Robbie, while there's only five minutes to go in John Law Park, we only have about seven minutes here in this game, still in the melting pot. Currently, it's seven points to five in favour of the visitor, St. Bridget's of Leash. It's after taking St. Bridget's 22 and a half minutes to get their first score of the second half to increase that lead that they had at half time. It was four points to six when you were last with us. Sophie O'Dwyer then got a point, but Emma Minogue doing brilliant work um, in the midfield area, went on a darting run, hand passed the ball to Michelle Teen, Teen took a shot, hit the butt of the post, came back out, and it was cleared away. And that was a right chance for James Stevens, but it didn't go in. Sophie O'Dwyer did get the score. That was five points to four, or five points to six, one point in it. And as I said, then St. Bridges getting a score there just before he came over to us after 52 and a half minutes. And referee Justin Heffernan of Wexford has decided that there's a free to the St. Bridges girls directly in front of the post for overcarrying. And Emer has 
Bassett has slotted that ball over. So currently we are on uh, just coming up to... 24 minutes 25 minutes played here in the second half and there's three points in it it is eight points to five still all to play for here Robbie thanks very much Martin all to play for here in John Locke Park in Callan 2 and it was nearly a came set and match for Feathered St. Moe's the ball was moved forward brilliantly and it was Mikey DeWire who powered through on goal it was only him and Killian Dunphy that st- stood in his way of a chance of getting the first goal of the game and a, and a chance that would have made it a two score game and you would have to say it would have seen uh, Feathered St. Moe's into the final but it was brilliantly saved by Dunphy he seemed to hit his face actually I think he's down he's gone out for a 45 he's getting some treatment at the moment at the other end of the pitch while we were talking to Martin there who is at the James Stevens and St. Bridges game of course there was half an opportunity on for Mullen Amat they would have been disappointed looked it was a hand pass across the goal um, by I believe it was Oshie Knox he looked to find the substitute Park Gan, but Gan couldn't get a fist to it uh, like he did against Bracken of course getting that fisted winner uh, against the Offaly side and it came up the other end the wire had his chance really well saved, saved by Dunphy um, Eddie a big big save there keeps Mullen in the game it does because I think a goal at this stage in the game is going to win it for whoever gets it um, um, and, and that was a goal chance and believe it or not it was actually 2 on money. he could have thrown that hand pass off to the right hand side like they really did break fast that time on Mullinavat everyone's pushing forward for Mullinavat here now in the last 3 or 4 minutes of this game I think there's maybe 4 minutes to go it was a great save he met himself as big as he can and you know that's that's what you have to do if you're a goalkeeper in them situations Robbie I think you're right I think it was his face that got to it but he was putting his body on the line there and it was a brilliant piece of goalkeeping there by Killian we do. We just just heard from Martin, of course, at the James Stevens game. Michael in the other intermediate semi-final have beaten the Fina in a cracker of a second half. They led by six points to no score at a break, but it finished Michael eight points, the Fina seven points. So congratulations to them. A really good victory for them. And of course, we wish nothing but the best of luck in the intermediate uh, Camogie Leinster final in in a couple of weeks' time. I believe that one. There's a break now, Robbie. This this there is a break now. We are at the Mullen of game. Of course, we're back on full frequencies after we heard Clonmore lose to Castletown in the junior semi-final our Carlo and Kenny listeners are here in Mullinavac trailing by 5 points to 6 against Feather St. Moe's but they're moving it forward can the Kilkenny County Champions get a, goal, a, a point scoring opportunity on it's through their number 8 that's Cullet and he finds I believe it is Adam Mansfield Mansfield maybe with a chance of goal he finds Ian Duggan can Duggan get a shot off he can't he moves it back out it's Michael Malone is completely miskicked that but it might stay in play it doesn't it doesn't and he'll be disappointed with that we're going to see a sub Constitution, I believe for Mullinavan it's Brian Feeling but Eddie there can't be too long much much more left at all um, that, no, you can't be missing chances like that really can you? You can't and unfortunately it's just it's, it's, it's reverting to type and it was just a poor it was a poor effort by Mick there in fairness it was on like it was definitely on by his standards he'd be popping them over normally just didn't get it this time here Robbie but this is a one point game I don't know I, I make it maybe a minute or two left max you know and Mullinavan needs to just hurry up and get on it yeah they need to get on they the ball, ball if they can it's uh, John Tubbert though who has the ball in his hands at the moment and he finds his left half back that's Jake Malloy and he coming out with a Mullen Vat looking to push up was there steps there it must have been steps or something or was the ball picked up on the floor no it wasn't says the referee and Feder St. Moggs will move forward and there is that bit of space inside for him now that maybe wasn't there throughout the duration of this contest it's a one point game six points away as I'm constantly reiterating because uh, we do need to know that Mullen Vat need to get a single point to take this game to extra time I believe it will finish on the day finish on the day yeah yeah, and Leicester Championships as Eddie Scally 2-0 after his extra time defeat of Ringtown last 
week in the hurling side of things they're out next weekend of course in the semi-final for the moment Feather St. Moogs moving it forward to find their number 20 that's Brian Power Power looks up okay, it's really well used I must say this all has to come from a kick out and they've got it deep into Mullen and Matt territory now they're using it well it's Keen Byrne is his free going to be the winning of this game it's the number six that's Garrett Foley the captain and Feder St. Moe's just have their hands on it now and they're being very patient with it not too concerned about getting a scoring opportunity but more so um, concentrating on keeping the, the, the ball uh, in their hands and making sure Mullen and don't get a chance to get that equalising score that they're so desperate to get to Mullen and lads they are very very fit supremely fit as we know from their football and hurling ventures but they really do look like they may be out on their feet here at the moment oh. uh, was there a foul there no, no says the referee will be moved across the pitch again Mullinavat it just looks like they just don't have the energy at the moment but can they get one final gust of wind one final breath into them and to make a, a late spur here well it's the Federer saying most still have their hands on the ball it feels like they've had it for an eternity at this stage yeah, you're on about the 15 or 16 pass here at this stage and they're right up into their own corner I'll give you a chance to get your breath Robbie fair to say. <laughs> but Federer they're just holding on to the ball they're doing what they need to that's a risky pass now here we go Mullinavat could have a got, the line ball. ball they've lost Mullenavat the ball need a score here, Robbie. Jamie Fenley here the mentor for Mullinavat Selector yeah, we go, and because they know there's a chance on. Can they move it forward again? As I said, they're out lead. underlings. There's not too many players forward. They've lost the ball. Well, has it been won? Ah, the referee no. says he took the wrong option there. Tried to throw the hand pass to Mick Malone on the half forward line. Saw free for Feather. The minute he went down for the ball, Mick pulled on it. It's a free there. It is a free. It's a soft free nonetheless, but it was still a free. And, and I'd say, I'd say that could be it. I'm looking at the referee. He could yeah, be going looking for the ball like, here. It looks like he's signalling that the game may well be over. It is six points to five to Feather St. Mogues the free is taken what's going to happen is there one last chance for Mullinavac can they get their hands on the ball they're desperate to do so they're seeming capable of doing it at the moment though can they somehow find the ball that's been really well used by the Wexford men the men in red who've done really well today and have played incredibly well in, in, in the way game they were of course at home in their first two games against the Heat and then against oh, Greystones and there was a foul there and it looks like it could be it I mean I said, I did, he's I looking at his watch he's he whistling his mouth Eddie uh, it is over he's just signaling it's over there um, devastating absolutely there's a single point between the village and St Bridget's in the Camogie but it looks like for Mullen and the um, they're just going to come off heartbreakingly short Eddie yeah, look, it's 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 one of them. He's not blowing it just yet. Now he's letting this play out. Yeah, no, um, I think he showed the lads the clock there. He did. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was I game thought over. All eyes are on the referee, Fergal Smith. Now, be interesting to see what That's happens. Michael Lowe again, like it's just, again. It's just um, desperation, Eddie. Bit bit just frustration. It is frustration as well. You know, I mean, you're trying to turn the ball over here now, and Feder are absolutely managing it so well here. He's trying to call a mark. He wasn't far away, but they're they're, they're they're just they're just running down the clock really well. And, there's a break on now because Mullivader yeah, here come Feder St. Bogues now they're looking to put the final nail in the coffin but they're going to keep using that ball they use it really well it's Keane Burke back out to the centre forward Mikey Dwyer he has a shot and doesn't come to much will he let this move and play will out? he let the move play out it is at the hands of Killian Dunphy oh it's an awful mistake and it's going to be an open goal for Jake Malai Malai goes That's through now, he's dragged down by Killian Dunphy it won't be a penalty because it was outside the square so it will be a free in uh, Killian Dunphy's going off I think he was nearly running to the sideline there he knows that the black card is coming for him that's as cynical as it comes and yeah Killian Dunphy the goalkeeper is just moving off the pitch um, I would have thought and there's going to be an opportunity now but they made a complete mess of that Eddie their one last chance maybe to move the ball up the pitch this is it, and you know. uh, they only found Jake Malai 63rd minute of a game you're going to get tired you're going to make a small mistake Killian was coming out tried to throw the hand pass over the head of 
the full forward for or the, whoever was in the full forward position for Federer at the time. Fairness to him, he closed him down, got in in front of him, broke the ball down. Had a chance of a goal, he should have just tapped it straight away, and he didn't. He carried it and Killian wrestled them to the ground. He did what he had to do, but this is going to be tapped over the bar. And I'd say when the kick out's taken, he's going to blow the full time whistle. Mullinavat, and I hate to say it, they're going to look back on that decision in the 54 minute where a ball was pumped in, the full forward was clearly dragged to the ground, which was a certain penalty in my eye. And from that move, Federer go down the field and kick a ball over the bar to go one point up. And that's the only scope had for the last seven minutes of this game. And there's another one to make it Tubber puts the ball in and over the bar uh, for his third score today. It is Federer St. Moke, seven points, Mullen of five points. I should say on the Kells Road in the Leinster Camogie Championship Intermediate Semi-Final, James Stevens are leading by a point. But as you heard by the screams of the Federer St. Moke's supporters there, they are true to the Leinster Intermediate Football Championship Final they've defeated Mullinavat by 7 points to 5 today in John Locke Park and Callan it is heartbreak from Michael Aylward's side a brilliant run has come to an end victories over Brackna and Shandona but they couldn't do it at the third time of asking to make next month's decider they have lost by 2 points to the Wexford Intermediate Champions Eddie Scally um I don't, know, I don't know what to say they've died with their boots on to say the least I mean Mullen and Avat have done so so well and done football not just in the club but in Kilkenny so so much good and so, done it with kind of stem with such pride wore the jersey with pride over the yeah. last couple of weeks and months um, they'll be devastated with this but again, they can look back on a great year they can they won't see it like that Rob unfortunately no. they definitely won't they would have had their target set far higher than, than, than losing the Leicester semi-final you know I was lucky enough to see them a couple of times this year definitely felt this was the flattest performance from them this year you know in, in, in their own game you know the, the, the big players just didn't get on the ball as much today in fairness to Jerome Malone at centre back he gave an absolute exhibition today he bursted it he gave everything he had as did they all you know these lads are out there they're giving everything and sometimes it just doesn't pull off there was a couple of poor wides in the second half in particular you know that's panic setting in but you know Mullivat will be very very disappointed you know Feathered I told you this I said it to you last night when we discussed it and I, I said it earlier today you know Feathered were relegated from senior football last year in Wexford there was two relegations last year Feathered and Horswood both went down but Feathered to be a very very competitive senior team in normal times in Wexford and I, and I did feel it to be a very strong side in this Leinster Championship and it would have been a tough ask for Mullinavat but I think what Mullinavat are going to feel is when they look back on the game themselves some of the big players are going to look back on it and say you know I didn't have my best game today and, and, and that was unfortunate the incident with the late in the game there where, where I thought it was a certain penalty and, and, and it wasn't given you know these things happen in, in games swings and roundabouts in fairness to Killian he gets sent off in the, or black carded in the last minute you know he made an absolutely brilliant save there as well so it's look it's heartbreaking really for Mullinavat you feel very sorry for them and as you said they've nothing to be dis- you know they can be disappointed but they've, they've nothing to feel let down about they've been they've been wonderful ambassadors for football in Kilkenny again this year and, and, and they've been absolutely brilliant they're only beaten by less than a score again today well that is Mullinavat's Leinster journey finished for this year and it does finish for today Federer St. Moggs have come out on top here in the Leinster Intermediate Club Championship semi-final on a scoreline of 7 points to 5 it's commiserations to Mullinavat KCLR Live Sport The AIB Leinster Club Intermediate Football Championship Semi-Final Mullinavad versus Feathered St. Moggs With thanks to Mulhern Centra Main Street Mullinavad Great value and great service